Welcome to the Christway Connect podcast, creating pathways, connecting people to Christ, to others, to purpose. Welcome to the Christway Connect podcast. In studio today, Jeremy Lamb, Deli Snett. Hey guys. What's up? Fellas. Welcome. Uh, we are wrapping up Matthew. Crazy, crazy. Mm-hmm. The months are shooting by. The month. The month. Yeah, month of January, shooting by. So uh, at Christway, we're reading uh, five chapters a week in the New Testament, ultimately landing in week 52 uh, in, in Revelation. So uh, what we're doing is every Wednesday, whatever the chapter would be, given those five per week, and Wednesday being the hump day, we're pulling hump that day. one. Yeah, so today, Matthew 28, rounding out... Uh, the book of Matthew. So before we kind of dive into 28, which before we got on mic today, um, talked about it being one of the probably more uh, more well-known, uh, more highly discussed chapters, more, more highly referenced. Yeah, I would even say more than... Uh, more than a lot of the the books, just in general. I mean, you have when you think about like theology and stuff too. I mean, you're you're talking about Jesus being risen, right? <laughs> you're talking about that as well. Like um, people, they're gonna talk to you about how Christ is risen, and it's true. You know, like yeah. that 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 too, along with the Great Commission yeah. too. You know, which is also yeah, kind I'm of a double about. double punch. Yeah, yeah. So having gone through the uh, the book of Matthew. Um, every Sunday preaching something. And, of course, Jeremy, you had a Sunday up there as well. What are some of the things that have struck you um, out, of the, out of the book? Any, any things reinforced or any highlights regarding? I, I think looking at it and trying to separate it, not separate it in the way of treat it differently, but just recognizing this is what's in Matthew and not what is in all of the Gospels and mm. all the story of Jesus' life, but looking at the, at the content of just Matthew because it, it's really easy to, to blend all yeah, of that bleed together, them all over. you know, and, mm. and, I, and I think it's been, it's, it's been super help, helpful ever since I've heard you heard you talk about how the Gospels, Matthew being presented from the um, Jesus, Messiah, King, and, you know, versus man, versus Son of God, those different those different perspectives on who Jesus is. But just to be able to um, pay attention to that kind of detail and that level of detail, and, and maybe it's noticed the things in Matthew that aren't there that you do know about the story. That's always been, that's been interesting the whole time. Just, and the jump between the, the timeline, the time, the the time, yeah, yeah, you know, like, okay, here's a whole, John covers a whole bunch of things that Jesus did that aren't in Matthew. And, and so just, that's been, that's been really interesting. And uh, yeah, I found that, that, I found that interesting as a perspective to recognize that they're not all the same. I mean, I am certainly guilty of, well, there's a story in one of the Gospels. Mm-hmm. Like, I have no idea which one. You know it's I mean? in one of the Gospels. Yeah, I just have, I, I'm I, pretty sure it's I, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Okay, <laughs> you know, that's, that's we'll my... Na- <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll nail it down to those four. Right. Yeah. Well, then you go back to the beginning and you get all the Christmas traditions. And you go, three wise men, nope. I don't, you know, the, yeah. you know some, of those, some of those details, right? Well, sure, right? and I think, so. that's, I think that's one of the powerful parts of reading through the Scripture as a community is uh, with a critical eye. 
mm-hmm. uh, is reading through and, and seeing, you know, what's actually written, regardless of the translation you're reading, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the pictures of, for example, you reference the nativity and the creche and, and baby Jesus, you know, mm-hmm. and wise men standing there. Probably not, right? Yeah. Probably not based on timeline, two years, all that. All is, you know, and you read those things. Is it a, is it a game changer? I don't know. A deal Correct. breaker for who Christ is? Probably not, right? Yeah. Yeah. But just the the interest mm-hmm. uh, and making the the gospels interesting uh, and and intriguing to recognize that this wasn't just some stamp, 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 stamp. Four books yeah. knocked it out. And and I think what yeah, kind of what you guys are both saying is the the perspectives that. I mean, I think of if we're all writing a story about, you know, John Doe over here and we got Jeremy and myself and Andy writing the same story about him, like I'm I'm getting coffee with him on Tuesday, which mm. is a completely different day that for John as when you're gonna, you know, see him at church on Sunday. Right. And when Andy's going to teach a class with him, you know, like it's totally different aspects that you see mm-hmm. and the perspectives that you get and you know, especially with you know, like you said with Matthew being Messiah King and and the, the Jewish, uh, like, audience that he is writing to. And, and I, I was even thinking about one of the particular things that I, I really got from the, the last 28 chapters is that he, he actually is saying the, the kingdom of, of heaven a lot mm. and not, not the kingdom of God. Because to Jewish, like, that's, that's a little offensive if you're going to say, like, okay, this is, this is the kingdom of God, and you, you, you don't, we don't even utter the name of God, you know, right. like that kind of thing. Yeah. And so just thinking about that perspective as we're reading through, um, you know, when we say, we're getting ready to start Mark, and just the, the shortness and how he's writing to to a lot of the Romans, right? Just He's trying to get to the point, like, okay, this happened, this happened, this happened, and, um, you know, I'm just telling you the highlights <laughs> because I want you to know who Jesus is. And why he's here and what he's done, <laughs> like that's yeah. It. So we we talk about we talk about uh, Mar- uh, Matthew being a a, a Jew. Uh, Mark wasn't even around when uh, w- during Jesus' ministry, at least that, that we're aware of. Yeah. He's he's brought on the scene when Paul starts doing his work, and Mark is young. Mm-hmm. Um, there is some idea that maybe it was Mark's house that was the upper room. I've read some things about that. That mm. in Acts chapter two, the upper room was actually. Mark's family. Yeah, I read something where, it, like, when Jesus is in the garden or something, and there was a boy that ran away naked or something like. Like, I heard it was. I thought it was Mark. Like, I literally, I th- I'm like, well, that was something. Like, it was yeah, a little boy. Yeah, so it, it might be, uh, you know, the seven year old, the eleven year old, yeah. the thirteen year old, mm-hmm. right? That's around Jesus, and then of course Luke the Gentile, who is clearly not around mm-hmm. for for uh, any of those things, and then John the beloved, mm-hmm. right, the closest of all disciples. What I don't know that we take into consideration a lot, and and I say it because I just don't hear anybody, I say it now because I don't hear anybody say it, is Matthew was rejected. Matthew was hated. So he's the he's the gospel author that was hated. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> right. The tax collector rejected, ostracized, hated, and I know that when I hear something, see something, and the what the lens through which I see the Lord Jesus comes from the lens of my experience and my redemption and what the Lord has done for me and those particular things that he's delivered me from. So to your point earlier, you have coffee with him, you hang out with this guy, whoever you said, whatever his name is, (laughs) and and I I have a class with him or something. But even if we were all in the same space, like there's an empty chair, and if he, he was sitting in that chair 
we're all hearing through our lens something different, Mm -hmm. right? And then processing it, metabolizing it, and then bringing it back out through that lens as well. So that's kind of interesting. I find it intriguing. Mm -hmm. Brings the brings uh, some perspective. Some kind of humanizes the the gospel stories for me. Mm -hmm. And humanizes Matthew, I think, rather than just an author. I watched the the chosen series kind of along with doing the the reading here in Matthew, which was it was the first time I'd actually seen Chosen. And the way they portrayed Matthew, they showed that rejection, rejected by his family, you know, just and seeing seeing the gospel delivered to someone that one, I don't know that I really relate to the portrayal of Matthew, but I do relate to the personalization of what Jesus needs to tell me. Mm-hmm. And last last week we talked about we talked about the woes to the Pharisees mm-hmm. and a different perspective than what I preached on in that Jesus's heart towards guys who were who were in in leadership positions took their positions seriously and maybe maybe missed the point, mm. but probably were it, looking at that woe and maybe taking some of the teeth out of it. I think there are certainly teeth in, in that. Mm. But Jesus, Jesus trying to say, that's a miserable way to live. And I think even here in Matthew 28, you see, you always see Jesus, you know, the first words out of his mouth, after the resurrection, are greetings. Yeah. <laughs> and it's this, it's this, let me diffuse the tension of your connection to me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I don't know that I always saw that with the Pharisees, mm-hmm. um, but, but you see that, you see that in Jesus, mm-hmm. that whatever those barriers are, whether it's Matthew and his job and his family and his, a relationship with the Romans, and you see Jesus trying to connect, connect to, connect to everyone yeah. in a way that is greetings. Mm-hmm. Not <laughs> so that I re- that's the first word that stands out to me. In the, you know, an in interesting thing that uh, hit me the other day as I was reading through uh, Matthew and all, named Levi. Right, mm-hmm. his name's Levi, but but Matthew, and then James, and both referred to as son of Alphaeus, mm-hmm. which I'd never seen that before. Mm-hmm. To the point that I knew James. This it's a song we learned as a kid. James, the son of Alphaeus. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. So yeah, <laughs> right, right. As as people are singing with us right now, and Delhi is just I'm mocking just us. Yeah. <laughs> so James, the son of Alphaeus. James, the less. And then I looked up. So I just did quick research, you know, and and. Uh, uh, some some uh, histories, particularly Catholic hi- history, would say would say no. There are two two men named Alpheus, but uh, the Western Church appears to say they were brothers, right? And I don't. I mean, I don't know. And it, it doesn't matter. I don't know. Hmm. But in, James and John, Peter and Andrew, and potentially Matthew and and James the Less, right? So, uh, and we don't even know anything about James. The only time he's right. mentioned is uh, in the listing of the disciples, but. I think those kinds of things are 
uh, fun. They're fun, fun to see, and as 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 we look through and recognition of these little, I don't know, is that quirky? Jesus shows up and he's like, "Hey guys, mm-hmm. greetings, <laughs> hello, greetings, welcome, how you doing?" Right? Yeah. You know, rather than some pronouncement of thus saith all hail yeah <laughs> well the glory of well i know in my yeah. in my pentecostal As the football team runs out onto the field through the yeah through the banner and the fireworks and so so, w- so since we're saying that, i mean we're in verse five you know that, that's when he's saying that the angel or sorry right, verse three this this angel had came down and he looks like lightning and his clothes are white and you know and everybody's trembling the guards are you know literally laying paralyzed on the ground and and Mary uh, Magdalene and the other Mary are standing there you know like and just uh, af- it says in verse 8 the the women hurried away from the tomb afraid yet filled with joy you know mm-hmm. and so and then and then directly after that you know they're running to tell the disciples suddenly Jesus met them hey <laughs> yeah. Hello, you know, like, <laughs> and so they're, they're terrified yet joyful, and he and he's just kind of speaking this first word of like, just, hey, like, you're be at ease, <laughs> be yeah. at ease, you know, like, I am, <laughs> you know, I don't know that's, that's what I thought. <laughs> so, so we used to laugh about greetings and salutations, yeah. you know, that whole deal, right? That's like what's going on, or what the message might say. Mm-hmm. What's up? Right. What's up? How you doing? Yeah. So that thing and to calm and 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 what a human uh, what a human component to see. Mm-hmm. What a nice point to bring out that they were terrified yeah. and filled with joy. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Authority does that to us. Mm-hmm. We like when the okay. If you're in a difficult situation and the authorities show up, mm-hmm. the tone in which they show up makes it's it's huge. You're excited and terrified that, okay, they're here. I'm really kind of glad they're here. I hope for the best, and and I think that's what authority – even even like my boss at work, appreciate him, Daniel, shout out. He, uh, he has this great personality, and he comes with authority because he is a supervisor and he is respected, but, but almost always – when he walks in the room, whatever message he's there to deliver, it's it's started with, "Hi, friends." You know, it's mm. this mm. it's this disarming greeting, mm. and and I think that's something that we really all are innately hungry for. Is that uh, what do they what do they call that? The benevolent, the benevolent king. Yeah. That we just we just are hungry for that. That this good king, that is powerful and good because we don't necessarily see that always. We yeah, see yeah. we see authority abused powerful that, that's abused, yeah. That, that's mm-hmm. on the news and and so people are afraid of authority and yet hungry for righteous authority. And so this is what Jesus brings is this yeah. greetings, do not be afraid. Yeah, I mean it's just the sigh of relief that I am here, I am here for you. Yes, I have all authority in heaven and on earth. It's been given to me, and yeah. and I am accessible to you. Mm-hmm. So that, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's this section about the report, the guards report, uh, verse verse eleven. And I want to I want to just pull out a little human nature something mm-hmm. here. Uh, while the women were on their way, some of the guards went into the city. They reported to the chief priests everything that had happened. So 
the light, the angel, the whole deal, right? The rock, the whole, the whole shooting match. When the chief priests had met with the elders and devised a plan, they gave the soldiers a large sum of money, <laughs> told them, you're to say, here's what you say, his disciples came during the night, stole him away while we were asleep. If this report gets to the governor, we'll satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. What's very interesting, and I, I liken it to the, uh, to the accusation of Joseph being unfaithful with Potiphar's wife. Joseph lived. If Potiphar believed that Joseph had done that, Joseph would be dead. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. That's, so, yeah. And I this, yeah, those thing. guys are asleep. Mm-hmm. Like, we slept on the job, yeah. and they stole the body. Which and I think they by, don't get executed on yeah, this. Right. By yeah. Roman, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you, soldiers, right? You pay, you pay for <laughs> it. Yeah. So, the, so who's the dummy in the room, right? Yeah. And then, and then the soldiers took the money, did as they were instructed. This story's been widely circulated among the Jews to this very day. So pause right there. That is a situation where the... It appears that the chief priests and elders believe something happened. Right. So rather than just tell what happened, they're like, no, 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 this is something bigger. Yeah. So let's spin the story. Mm-hmm. First press secretary right there. <laughs> <laughs> spin the story, okay? Yeah. Then the 11 L, uh, disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. This is, this is amazing. When they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. It appears that the chief priests and elders were more convinced of Jesus' resurrection than some of the disciples that were standing in front of Jesus yeah. <laughs> on the mountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you have to be in the church a long time or not. I don't know, to recognize, yeah, that's not that far off sometimes, yeah. right? Yeah. Are you kidding me? The, the elders were like, yeah, we got to spin this story because he's, he's risen and something else is going on here. Yeah. And then the people literally standing in front of him, looking him in the face, mm-hmm. they doubt. I, I wow. want to wow. tag on. Yeah, I want to tag on to that because. Um, how, can I, you, I can, how can you even do that <laughs> when they saw him? Like, how does that even, how does that even happen? Yeah. I don't even get it. Like, for Thomas to go. They didn't get I it see, either, obviously. <laughs> like, unless I see the nail prints in his hands, you know, those kinds of things, right? And Thomas yeah. gets the biggest bad rap ever, right? But these guys, they, they're, looking, they're looking him dead in the face. Yeah, they're like, I, ah, we don't know for sure. I, I, was, I was thinking about this when I was reading it. I was like, okay, what, the, last time that, the last time that, to me anyway, in Matthew's portrayal here, that, that they've seen... Jesus, even though we know that there's these little instances, and I think in John or something where he he's going and seeing all the, uh, seeing other people, but in my mind, the last time he left him, he's like, "You guys are gonna desert me, you know, you're gonna desert me, and you're not you're not gonna you're you're not gonna be there mm. for me, you know, and and like and so when you say human nature aspect, I'm in my mind, I even wrote this down. I was like, dude, like this is too good to be true, and now I'm regretting my choices i'm feeling ashamed right now Mm. and and i want to worship you but i'm also hesitant and doubting because uh, like what are you going to do to me because i did that you know like i'm just thinking of that oh you're giving that a much kinder read than i well but but i'm but i get it i understand yeah like i mean that's the the nature of like man i don't know i'm just super ashamed but you're here but i'm ashamed of myself because of what i've done and, I, and again, I'm going back up here to the to verse 10. Jesus saying, like, don't be afraid. Go and tell my brothers. That's that's what Jesus says. He calls them brothers, even though the fact that they've all deserted, you know, he knew that they were going to desert him. And, so for yeah. one of the gospel writers, he, he says, go tell the disciples and Peter. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right? He specifically calls mm-hmm. out Peter from one of the gospel writers. That would probably be Luke. Mm-hmm. Anyway, 
calls him out, right? And we are all like, uh, sure, mm-hmm. because he was such a blatant <laughs> failure, right, that he gives yeah. him that beautiful message. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, if we're going to open the door to uh, some of the other Gospels there, you go, <laughs> did they recognize him? Did he look differently? And is there... Well, there is that is little there bit an about identity? the gardener, right? I yeah, thought yeah. he was the gardener. Uh-huh. Is, there, is there an identity, a spiritual identity, that is now the prevalent identity with Jesus, where previously his physical identity was what was his, his, his yeah. most, most prevalent mm-hmm. persona? And so now that he's, he's resurrected and all the... All the superpowers associated with that, right? The you know he's there's something different about the the resurrected body and uh, and I and I just wonder I wonder if we we connect because I think we connect to one another in a in spiritual ways that we that our eyes and our non spiritual side doesn't doesn't necessarily recognize and. It's the oh, absolutely, it, you true. know, so so subconsciously, right? Yeah, and, you know, absolutely it's, it's the creepy. I have a creepy sensation. I have a, a immediate connection. I have of a warm, yeah, yeah. Warm, there's some there's yeah. something spiritual there, and and so I, you know, I wonder if this some doubted is also some had the same weak connection to Jesus, and I, you know, that's that's me just. Spinning, spinning things there, but it's very interesting to consider. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. What something's going on? Something's going on. It's almost as when Peter laid hands and Peter and John, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit in Acts eight, and Simon wanted to pay money for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. not a word is said about what happened. Yeah, but something. But something had <laughs> yeah. to happen, right? He's like, yeah, it, like something went down. Right. And so there's an interesting, interesting piece here. Yeah. Now in uh, verse eighteen, just kind of working our way through. Uh, 18, 19, 20, the last three verses of the chapter, last three verses of the book, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. That is rich. Mm-hmm. Um, N.T. Wright says, as he's the first guy I heard say it, he might be the only guy I've heard say it, that the book of Acts tells us how people act when they believe that Jesus has been given all power in heaven and earth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, chomp on that for a little bit, right? We're like, ah, okay. And frankly, I'm like, okay, uh, might be falling short on that. And yeah. frankly, it's a reminder for me, do I, I believe he's the Lord. I, I, you know, I'm going to pass that exam, right? I believe he is the Lord. What do we say here? Jesus is the way, right? Yeah. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Who are you? Yes. <laughs> you are the Messiah. Yes, you know, uh, yes, I'm that, that confession of Peter yes. is- I can do that. Yeah. 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 I can, I can say do it. That, it's right. deep for me. I can say it. Uh, and then, and then how would I act? Yeah. And usually I'm asking myself, how would I act differently if, in fact, I believed that the Jesus that lives in me, which I actually do believe somehow, mm-hmm. I don't know the physiology of it necessarily, but somehow, how would I act differently if that was the case and he's given all authority in heaven and earth? What does that do to my spending, what to, does my that do to my time doubt? use? Yeah. My yeah. doubt, my fears, yep. my time, mm-hmm. the investment of my what does my prayer look like? How do I converse with the Lord if I, if I, and, and so I, it's not a guilt trip, a guilt trip podcast. No, this is not like, this is yeah. just like, how active is that? Because I believe it's true. Yeah. 
and and you guys have heard me say this, and it's a long, long, long. It's a wonderful uh, backdrop, but essentially, uh, Augustus um, and Mark Antony, Oct- Octavian and Mark Antony, uh, fought it out, and uh, Mark Antony was defeated, and it took a couple of years for the new Caesar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julius Caesar was not the emperor of Rome, right? It was a republic. Right. It became an empire under Octavian, right? right? And and then he, he beats uh, Mark Antony, and then he has to go around and extend that authority, traveling through the regions. And, and the, the reports that I read, like a couple of years, several years, mm-hmm. before he went back into Rome triumphant, you know, he's the Caesar, right? Mm-hmm. The, 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 the God. So... Mm-hmm. The Lord has been given all power in heaven and earth. I don't think it's been extended everywhere yet. I think we can easily look around our world and see that although he has all power in heaven and earth. Well, it says the last enemy to be destroyed is death, right? Yeah. And potentially that could be through the cross, but I think there's transcendent application for literally, mm-hmm. like death is defeated no more, right? So that's a challenge for me, but it's the precedent, it's the preceding sentence to verse 19, which leads with what? What word? Good. Therefore. Mm-hmm. Therefore means as a result of Have what was just said. Just said that first sentence. Yeah. Mine starts with go, therefore. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go, therefore. Go, therefore. Yeah. As a result of what I just said. All pa- Man, mm-hmm. that gets in deep. That gets deep in yeah. me and starts stuff rumbling around in my chest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it, it's that. It can be that authority is scary if you question, if you don't. If you don't trust its intention, and and I, obviously the elders and the scribes and the and the Romans and the people who crucified him did not trust his intention. He and, was so bizarre, man. It was yeah. such a bizarre showing, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, Matthew is excellent at that Sermon on the Mount. Like I know you've heard it said, but I say, and we've talked for weeks. We preached about it on Sunday. The tensions right. that Jesus brings. Yeah. So Jesus having authority is threatening. Sure. To the to it's, it's threatening to the establishment. And, and, yeah, and to the religious and, establishment. And I think to, country, to us, there, yeah, to us too. And you know, we we claim we claim him as our Lord and Savior. Um, you know that I surrender all. Sometimes I surrender three quarters, or you know, I I'm gonna I'm at seven eighths today, um, but and that I think is why the the gospel message of a good God mm-hmm. sent His Son to live, to show. I mean, he, and He said, "Go and and teach them to observe all that I have commanded you." And and how did He do that? He did it by walking with them and showing showing them that He was approachable and He was He had power and authority and He was. Messiah King. Messiah King. You yeah. know, and so that, that attitude of Messiah and King together. And that benevolent, right? Uh, yeah. The love, mm-hmm. that benevolent King, which you referenced earlier, right? Where I, not only do I have everything, but I will care for you. Right. I recall this. I'm not a huge medieval, uh, you know, all of that business. I only know little bits and pieces, but, you know, the, the King Arthur legend. Mm-hmm. And when he came back in to the realm you know, and crossed over back into the, the homeland, that all, all, the, uh, all the land was at peace, you know, that he's back and he'd been fighting and such, you know, and comes, comes back 
and everyone exhales, right? All the land is at peace. He's, he's Papa's back, mm-hmm. right? And I have uh, thought about that in my own house. You know, when my car pulls in the driveway, uh, is everybody like, yeah, or, yeah, right. And, and, and depends on the day, I'm sure. And it, it does, in fact, unfortunately, it does, in fact. Um, kind of an interesting thing to conclude on today, thinking about uh, chapter 28 being the Great Commission, and we go and we teach and we make disciples and we baptize and all those things we do, commanded to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but recognizing that the Lord says, I'm with you always, that's the closeout, the last sentence, and I have all power. And what does that mean? based upon what I hear you saying is based upon our trust of who he is mm, yeah. and what kind of father he is um, to us, for us. Mm-hmm. And now that's, that feels like a, a hinge pin, like a linchpin right there. That if that gets pulled, it's almost like the carts in cartoons, you know, somebody <laughs> pull out the little linchpin on the, on the train and, you know, the thing would drift away. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're, are we driven to him? I think, I hope so. I hope we're driven and called and excited and we're the children running to him, we're the uh, disciples that are running to him, but some doubted. Mm-hmm. And so that's not... Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the book of John, the Gospel of John that says Peter and John ran to the tomb. Mm-hmm. I'd like to think I'm that guy. I'd like yeah. to think that Consistently, you know, I am, if I hear he's nearby, man, I want to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also want to bring people with me, mm-hmm. right? And uh, and enjoy his majesty, right? To be in the presence of the king and at ease. Right. At ease in the presence of the king. It's a funny tension. <laughs> well, so I think you have to be an innocent child. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of uh, John Kennedy Jr., that famous picture of him, you know, playing under the, the desk. under the desk of arguably the most powerful man in the world, you know, arguably, if not number one, it's close enough, right? And he's just, you know, and to, to, to him, to John Jr., it's just his dad. It's his dad. He doesn't, doesn't know and doesn't care. <laughs> he just, can you read me a story? You want to play catch? And I think that uh, what an interesting thing for us to be able to be around the Lord who has been given all power in heaven and earth. Mm-hmm. And every knee bows. We talked about that, right? Every tongue confesses. Like all of that and the majesty and the eminence. And you think the angel put them on their face, right? When <laughs> yeah. God showed up. Yeah, we'll get to Revelation. When Jesus yeah. showed up, right? yeah. people are on their nose. Yeah. You're just every knocked <laughs> to the floor. Involuntarily, you're, you're, you're just, boom, you're down. And yet, that's Papa. That's our Father. Mm-hmm. Well, let me close out today. Um, I'll close out with a prayer. and um, appreciate, appreciate the thoughts and the heart mm-hmm. in this today, right? Interesting. Father, thank you for your love for us. And Jesus, thank you for your sacrifice. Um, this chapter talks about your resurrection, of course. Um, the power you control and can wield and uh, your love for us and I appreciate that the the book ends the chapter ends with uh, I am with you always in fact 
Mine says, surely, surely, for sure, I am with you always, even to the very end of the age. So that is our hope, uh, but not just for a future connection. Lord, we thank you for the connection that you give us every day. We thank you for the, the tweaks and the hugs and, for me, sometimes the slap in the head to get our attention because you love me and you love us. And so, Father, help us, help us walk in that commission. We know it's clear what you're asking, and we know it's clear who you are. So it appears that the variable would be our trust in you. So I pray that, uh, again, we don't do this on our own, so we lean to you that you would help us with that trust and that it would be pleasing to you and that it would make an impact in lives, uh, that they might be blessed as we're blessed. For the sake of your kingdom, we pray it to be so. In your name, Jesus. Amen. 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 Well, congratulations, Thanks, gents. Matthew 28. Matthew 28. In the books. We never have to read it again. <laughs> uh, hardly, right? Yeah. We just pull. So we, could t- we could do another podcast on 28 and get more things. Yeah. <laughs> just, right? and then another it's exa- <laughs> inexhaustible. And I'm so thankful for the living word, which is quick and powerful and mm-hmm. discerning, right? Thankful for it. Well, thanks yeah. for being here today. And thank you, everyone, for taking the time to join with us. And uh, we hope you will uh, not just join us on the podcast, but also join us. Uh, in the readings. So uh, today being Wednesday, Matthew 28, tomorrow we'll pick up Mark 1 and 2 and then move into the following week, reading five chapters a week. So uh, thank you so much for your commitment and faithfulness to read with us and uh, and join with us until we meet again. Uh, Take care.